Monday. Oh, Monday! Thank gosh it's Monday. My number one day. Back in the saddle at work I can shine. I love the rat race and the starting line is Monday. Oh, that's right. It is Monday, all right. It, today is December 10th, 2018, and what a weekend. What a wild weekend in sports. We're going to jump right into it today, but first, check out a word from my sponsor. How about those Chiefs, Tony? How about those Chiefs is right. What a thrilling game in Arrowhead, man. I knew it was going to be a tough game. I just knew coming into it. But I told everybody. They called me a clown. They called me all types of names on social media. Of course, because, you know, hate is going to hate. But that's what they do when you uh, know what the hell you're talking about, right? I tell everybody, listen, Andy Reid and what he does, okay, he's a Hall of Fame coach for sure. All he's missing is that ring, and it's coming. It's coming. But Andy Reid has always, and I mean always, been ahead of the curve in the NFL. What you are seeing right now is nothing new. I mean, they are changing the way the game's played, and I don't care who you are. This isn't your grandfather's league anymore. It's just not. All that defense wins champions crap is out the window. Let me tell you something. The Chiefs are 11-2. and two. We have one of the worst defenses when it comes to run, and especially secondary, there is. And we just outlasted and beat the number one defense in the NFL. Defense does not matter in 2018. It doesn't matter anymore. Listen, there have been so many rule changes. So many rule changes. And they're all geared to the offense. The, the league... What you guys don't what you guys need to understand is this. The XFL is coming back in 2020. Okay? They're they're gonna try to compete with the NFL again and they will fail, right? But what's going on is the league is staying ahead of the curve curve right now. And what I mean by that is they want to see high scoring games. They do not want these boring games anymore that you used to watch and it would end seven to three and you know nobody scored. No, that that era's over and you're seeing it in Kansas City. Kansas City Chiefs are the blueprint for the NFL and you need to pay attention. The Rams are doing it, the Saints are doing it, the Chargers start doing it. Everything that we've done this year, you are starting to see around the league, and Andy Reid has transformed it. Patrick Mahomes is one of the most elite quarterbacks 
I've ever seen. And I, I don't care about your Tom Brady rants. I, I don't care about that. Listen, Tom Brady's done. Yes, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. I would take him over Peyton Manning any time. But what you're seeing with Patrick Mahomes, you have never seen before. And if you say you've seen it, you're lying. The only person that comes close to him is Brett Favre. And that was a long time. So you know when you're you know that when you're comparing a 24-year-old first-year quarterback starting to a legend like uh, Brett Favre, you know we're talking about something great here. I mean, that just proves that there's no one in the league right now to even compare Patrick Mahomes to, period, point blank. That's what it comes down to. And, I, and I've said this, and I've, I keep saying this, defense doesn't matter anymore. There's too many rule changes. All you got to do is have a big tight end. You throw the ball up in the air. You're going to get a pass interference call. It's all geared to the offense and and. People said so much to me going into this game. I knew it was going to be a tough game. Let me tell you something, though. I believe the Ravens, I mean, you saw it. And and if I was a Ravens fan in this game, I would be pretty upset. I mean, Bucker, now we know that we can't rely on a field goal kicker. I'm sorry, we we should have kept Santos. Santos missed one kick his three years with the Chiefs. We bring in Buck kicker, he's got five misses already. I mean, that game doesn't even go to overtime. Bucker hits the in the game winning field goal at the end. To the misses and it goes into overtime. Then he misses one before that from I think fifty three. I mean, that just shows you. So at least we learned from this. You know, we cannot rely on Buck kicker. I don't care what the team says. I don't care what Patrick uh, Mahomes said in the post game interview. That they can rely on. You know, it's a team thing. We all know what they're going to say, but we all know the truth also. If I'm a Ravens fan, though, I'm upset. (laughs) RG3 came off the bench cold, okay, for the last two plays of that game, and then he heaved the ball twice. I believe RG3 should be starting right now if Flacco isn't. You know, I mean, it's clear with their backup quarterback that they brought in that they have no faith in the guy. I mean, he was nothing more in this game than a glorified running back. In the last three games, he's been nothing more than a glorified running back to me. I mean, he's just another guy running the ball. And when you can prepare for that, when your blueprint, you know, once you start three times in the NFL, this is footage, when NFL teams sit down and they study footage, it's on a four-week loop. This guy's now played for, this would be his fourth game. So he, he's a blueprint now. This ain't his first start, second start. It's his fourth. So we pretty much had a blueprint on him. And, and they had it looked like they had no faith in this guy to throw the ball. I mean, I seen him at a press conference two weeks ago, and he said he wanted to throw the ball. But it's pretty evident that Hardball has no confidence in him whatsoever. And I believe that took him out of the game. I believe if Flacco was playing, this is a whole different game with the Chiefs secondary. And you're going to see the ball uh, in the air a lot. A lot. You're going to test those safeties and corners. And, and we know that secondary without Eric Berry is pretty weak. But I, I believe that game goes a different way with Flacco. I knew it was going to be a close game, and, and that was that. But that ending, you know, that was huge for us. We're going into Thursday night now at Arrowhead. We're going to take on the Chargers. This is a must win for both teams. It's going to be one of the biggest games, even though the Chiefs have already clinched. This is going to be, I mean, this is home field advantage on the line, basically. With your Patriots and Steelers and the Houston Texans lost, I mean, it had set the Chiefs up with a huge win this week. 
So going into this Thursday's game, if they take out the Chargers, one more win, and it's home field advantage, and I'm sorry. But you bring that road through Arrowhead, and you guys are going to see, we haven't lost in Arrowhead at all this year. Even though Patrick Mahomes has played better on the road, we still haven't lost a game at home. And this is what I saw. This is what I saw, and I want you guys to take a close listen to this, right? The Patriots. We go out and we score in 12 seconds. We leave the ball in Tom Brady's hands with a minute 38. We all knew what was going to go on. But keep in mind now, we turned the ball over four times in that game. Four times and they only beat us by three. In the Rams game, Patrick Mahomes has another bad game, four turnovers. So those two games combined, that's seven turnovers, two losses with a total point of six. You're not doing that in Arrowhead. You're not doing that. To turn the ball over five times and only get to and, and to lose by three, I mean, that shows a lot. But listen to what this did for us. It was a home win in front of the home crowd. This is the first time Patrick Mahomes had the ball going into the wire, first first overtime game of his career, and he goes out there and he gets it done. And you saw how excited he was after the game. I think this was a huge, huge confidence booster for Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, especially that defense. That defense made some good stops. And, I mean, a couple of those, that, that fourth, fourth and 19 play, fourth and nine play, how he scrambled 10 yards back to find Tyreek Hill open. And you could tell that Tyreek Hill was limping. I mean, Tyreek Hill, I salute you, man. You got nothing but heart. And to the haters, another comment that I took stuff for, some slack for this last couple weeks. Listen, I said it time and time again. This is a Kansas City Chiefs team that no one else, they, you, none of you have seen this. You know, we go out, we get Patrick Mahomes, first quarterback we drafted since 1983. Bold move. People say he wasn't ready to play. Proved him wrong. They said he couldn't do this. Proved it wrong. He's got 43 touchdowns, eight away from the record, three games left. We're going to see this kid, and I think he's going to come close to that record. He passed 4,000 passing yards this week. So, I mean... Everything they said he couldn't, but this is what they said. I said, this is not your average Kansas City Chiefs offense where we have a Jamal Charles, a Marcus Allen, we got a running back, you know, we got Larry Johnson back there. All we can do is run the ball. We have a quarterback that we don't have faith in and can't throw the ball. No, no, no. That's not these Chiefs. That's not these Chiefs. We got a arsenal. We have a <laughs> we have a deadly quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. Go ahead and test him. He showed time and time again that he can look right, throw left. He can throw off his back. I mean, he's doing things that other quarterbacks in this league can't do. He's a factor. I said that Kareem Hunt was was a loss, but we would go out there and get it done. Damn it, we've done it. We're not... We Kansas City has never been a one-man team, man. It's always... We're, we're the home of the next man up, and I don't know when you guys are going to start listening to me. And I've been right time after time. Sherman goes out there and he shut the haters up. Every time he touched the ball, he was explosive. He had three runs for negative yards. Ooh-wee. But every time he touched the ball, he, he had you saying, Kareem who? Kareem who? <laughs> I'm just telling you guys. Kelsey, force. 
Tyreek Hill. You put Patrick Mahomes has enough confidence in Tyreek Hill, and he knows that man. If you throw the ball to Tyreek Hill, he will find a way to catch it. And if he doesn't catch it, he'll find a way to get his hands on it. The only time we throw an interceptions with is under throwing or overthrowing. But at least, damn it, we're going for the plays. I mean, us Chiefs fans have been frustrated for the last five years. You know, we've said, throw the ball. Throw the Why are we throwing it? Why are we playing conservative? We're not doing that this year. Even when Patrick Mahomes throws interceptions, they're good interceptions. He's going for the plays, extending plays. He's always trying to make something happen, and it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. I believe this game was a test, and we, and we passed it. We really passed the test. Patrick Mahomes is unbelievable, and now he's got the confidence, and now we know if he's got the ball in a last game-winning drive, then now he has confidence and he can do it. That's what he did this week. That's what he did. Granted, this game should have not went to overtime, but we're playing the number one defense. We came out on top. What else can you say? I mean, you can't really ask for much more. You know, like I said, it's it's huge. And Arrowhead will be loud on Thursday against the Chargers. The fans know what's at stake, and, and they're going to show you you're not coming to Arrowhead and beating us. You're not. If the road in the playoffs comes through Arrowhead, get them done. Patriots have dropped four of their last five road games. They can't play on the road. The Steelers... They're on a four-game losing streak. They just lost to the Oakland Raiders. We've already beat them at Arrowhead this year. They're not doing it. The Chargers and the Chiefs are the best teams in the AFC, period. I don't care. You know, it's they say the Patriots are always there. Not this year. Yes, they're going to go. They're going to go to the playoffs, but I don't care. Tom Brady is old. You see it. You see it in Gronk. You see the age. These guys get knocked down and it takes them five minutes to get back up. You're watching them and you go, geez, the Patriots have slowed down. I don't don't care. Yeah, oh, well, they're another team, Jeff, in the playoffs. I don't care. Not this year. Tom Brady's not young anymore. This is the, the, the new era, the new generation. The Tom Brady's, the Ben Roethlisberger's, the Aaron Rodgers, the Drew Brees's. You know, keep going. They're all done. You're going to see Patrick Mahomes-type quarterbacks coming to the NFL. You're going to see more of the run-pass option, point blank. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs have showed, once again, that they are a blueprint. You copy us to stay up with us. If you don't stay up with us, we're, we're going to win 10 straight division titles. This is the team. And you Chiefs fans, you guys, you real Chiefs fans know what I'm talking about. We have never seen a team like this. Not even the 90s team. Those teams of Derek Johnson, or I mean, Derek Thomas and, and Neil Smith on the defense, at 90s defense, I mean, where was the quarterback at? That's always been the problem with the Chiefs. We've always either had an explosive defense, but an offense that couldn't produce, or we had an offense that could produce, but a defense that couldn't. Now we have a quarterback that can put up 40, and we have a defense that can make plays when they need to. You know, what I've heard is, and I'll say this, these other, these other 
fans for these other teams. Oh, oh I love the Chiefs ain't one, Jeffs, and Super Bowl three. <laughs> you guys are going to lose. You're going to choke. You always lose the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> That's the past. Why are we talking about the past? My quarterback has 43 touchdowns. This is the first time he's played. Tyreek Hill went from an elite returner and this to an elite wideout. I mean, Andy Reid has transformed Tyreek Hill into a, into a receiver. Kelsey. Sammy Watkins will be back. Eric Berry will be back. I mean, you're gonna, you haven't seen nothing, and I truly believe that you haven't seen nothing. I believe this team has a bag of tricks, and they will show it. They're going to show it when it matters most, and it's going to matter in the playoffs. They're going to go to the playoffs, and Chiefs fans are going to watch, and they're going to see things that they haven't seen all year, and we're going to go, oh, okay, I knew it. I knew Andy had a bag of tricks. Why not? He needs a ring. Andy Reid need, Reed needs a ring more than anybody. He talked about how he's got Philly to the Super Bowl and lost, and the only thing he doesn't have is a ring. He's going to get it. He's going to get a couple with this team. He's going to get a couple before he leaves KC if he, if he doesn't retire here. I don't see us in the next decade having another coach besides Andy Reid. And damn, he's, he's done good. He came to this team and he built it, and now you're seeing it. The last four, five years was all building. Now we see it. It's kind of reminded me of the Royals. This team's getting along good. They're having fun. They didn't let the Kareem Hunt situation bother them. They stepped up, Vex man up. They went out there and they got the win. I mean, an impressive win. And like I said, a win that gives them confidence. You know? So, all that past, the only reason why you fans of other teams are even living in the past is because that's where you got to live. You have to live there because that's where your rings are. But any of you athletes or anybody who's played sports that's listening to this knows. You guys know for a fact that each year is a brand new year. Those players and you as athletes, you don't go out there and, and, and think about what, what happened last year or who won the championship. It's a brand new year. So you whack fans living in the past, you have to. You have to, because you know your errors are coming to an end. You know Tom Brady's at the end of his rope. You know the rapist Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh's at the end of his rope and why he's even playing, I don't know. That's a whole other subject, but they're all at the end of the road. So you got to be pissed off. But Chiefs fans, we love it. We love it. We love it. We are the new Patriots. So get ready, Chiefs fans. There's going to be a lot of hate these next few years because we're great. We're the blueprint. And when you see teams start running our plays, you know that we're the blueprint. And Andy Reid has stayed ahead of the curve and done a great job at coaching these guys. I mean, you see what I like at the end of every, of every drive, you'll always see Andy Reid go sit next to uh, Patrick Mahomes, whether he scores or doesn't scores and going over the plays, they have a great relationship. Andy Reid is a great man. I've always liked Andy Reid. I got excited when he came here. I'm excited for Mahomes. I'm excited for these Chiefs. Just be ready because I'm telling you now, the past is in the past. We've never seen a team like this. The only, the only place we might go and lose is the Super Bowl, but we'll be in it. We will be in the Super Bowl, and haters are going to hate. But when they start hating, you know you have something great. 
Let's jump into this. Let's go ahead and take a second and listen to the press conference that Patrick Mahomes gave at the end of the game. We're fourth and nine, fourth and three. Game on the line, I don't know about fourth and nine, uh, but uh, I mean, you, you always want to be in, in the position where you can go win a football game or, or go tie it to, to win it. And so, uh, it, I mean, it was a crazy play. I thought the offensive line gave me a ton of time, and I extended the play, and Tyreek came back to the ball and made a, and made a great play. And uh, we ended up finishing the drive and getting that touchdown and uh, getting overtime and winning the game. What was that play supposed to be? It was supposed to be a pass that went to the left, and so Tyreek was kind of the clear, the out, out kind of clearing out. And so when I scrambled to the right, I knew I didn't have a lot of guys back there. And uh, luckily, he just kind of worked back to me, and I saw him. And when it's fourth down, you got you got to give it a chance. And so I just put it out there. And like I said, I mean, he came back to the ball in front of I think it was Weddle, and then got and made a great catch. Uh, it might been Mosley actually, and made a great catch. And so uh, it, it, I mean. Those plays, you got to have guys uh, that are on the same page. You have to have offensive line blocking their tail off. I knew Tyreek was kind of hobbled today. I think you're kind of giving him some grief about his speed. But, but did, he, did he show you something else today about like, what he, he did, how hurt he seemed to be? Yeah, I mean, first off, he's a fighter. Uh, I mean, he he loves this game. Uh, I mean, yeah, he was he was hobbled, but I mean, I think that's you've seen this whole season that it's not just speed. Now, I mean, it's it's really his route running, and he he, he knows how to get himself open without speed. And uh, I mean, he's still I mean, he's still fast as all get out. But uh, he, he just being able to get himself open whenever he's a a little bit more limited in that situation. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a special thing. And uh, I mean, I thought a lot of the guys stepped up whenever he was kind of in and out of the lineup. I knew it was a cover zero. Uh, I was trying to get him with the K. And I actually got us, uh, but uh, it we we had a good play on actually that I, I really liked in that situation uh, where I was going to get the ball to Kels, and I'm I was positive he was going to win that that, that uh, matchup. Uh, but yeah, they, we went to the fourth and nine. They played more coverage, and uh, I mean, like I said, the offensive line blocked well and gave me enough time to extend the play and uh, complete the ball. Two of the best wins. I mean. When you have to battle, I mean, you trade blows with somebody. I mean, that's a great football team, a physical football team, and has a lot of talent. And so when you trade blows with a team like that and you come out with a win in the end, uh, I mean, those are the wins that you remember. Those are the wins that uh, really satisfy you the most. I mean, this defense, I mean, they're, they're, they're really good. They're the real deal. Uh, they did a lot of different things. If it was cover zero or for these exotic blitzes, and and they really mixed it up. I mean, it's like it's a different coverage every single play. And I mean, when you're, I won't say you're a young quarterback. Uh, you, I hadn't seen some of those things they were doing, and I thought I'd try to go out there and make some plays whenever I could. And uh, we knew that you weren't going to score every single drive. I mean, that, we knew that's the expectation every time we go out there. But you can't get uh, frustrated. And uh, I thought I to try to stay within the game plan. And uh, luckily, we came out the win in the end. They didn't want me to be comfortable. They didn't want me to to know exactly what was coming every single play. I feel like sometimes they rush to get to me and try to get the sack and stuff like that, and then sometimes they try to just close in the pocket and just keep me within the pocket. So I, I think they, they had a good game plan that they were going to try to mix it up and, and change it up, and uh, it, it's, it's easier said than done when you do that on defense because uh, you have to have the veteran guys and the talent to be able to execute every single call. I, I actually didn't say anything to him this time. I mean, he knows, I mean, just from our relationship being rookies together last year, I mean, he knows I have ultimate trust in him. And, I mean, he bounced back and hit it in overtime like it was nothing and so I mean he, he, he missed the field goal on this team we're about picking each other up and uh the when I, I mean offense we struggled in the second half defense kind of picked us up and kept us in the ball game and that's just how we roll and that's how you win football games I, I knew it had a chance
chance. I knew Tyreek was going to have to do what he did. I knew I could, it didn't over, sell over the linebacker. It was kind of that one he had to come back and get. And, uh, I mean, I always say he's like he'd be, he'd be the best center fielder of all time because the way he tracks the ball. And so he, he knew and he, he stepped in front of the guy and made a great catch and then uh, made a great run after the catch. I mean, I definitely have built that comfortability with moving left or right. And these guys are extending plays and getting themselves open. So, I mean, I'll, I'll do that whenever the opportunity shows itself. But uh, if I could throw it on time, I'd rather do that. You know, what I like most about that press conference and what I respect the most out of Patrick Mahomes is this. He, rem- Like I said earlier, these guys remind me of the Kansas City Royals. Patrick Mahomes, and what I mean by that is the Royals, Hosmer, Musakis, all them, they never took the credit. And Patrick Mahomes never takes the credit. No matter how great he is, no matter what, what plays he goes out there and makes, no matter how... Awesome, everybody says he always gives the credit to his coach, his offensive line, his defensemen. He he picks up his kicker. You heard him make reference to that missed field goal. He's always got everybody's back. And this kid is unbelievable. We're going to go ahead and move forward on this podcast. And we are going to... Talk about the Patriots versus Dolphins game. How about that game? How about that game? Let's take a second and listen to the last play of this wild game. Are you guys ready for this? Seven seconds left. Tannehill will throw it. And this will end it after the shovel. Or will it? Miami running around, circling, and look out, Krakowski didn't have the angle, touchdown, oh, can you drink, a miracle. When I saw that play, I lost control. I mean, there were so many great games this week in the NFL, so many great Great, I mean, underdog wins, everything. You guys know I made some picks last week that I couldn't even believe, but I came through. I came through. This week I was I went 9-5. and 9-5, five. and five, not counting uh, tonight's game on Monday. So 9-5, and five, man, and a lot of underdog picks. I went for the Raiders winning over Steelers, got them. I went for the Bears over the Rams and got it. I went for the Browns over the Panthers and got it. And I picked the Dolphins over the Patriots with this one. I couldn't believe it. But let me tell you where they went wrong. It's like putting Travis Kelsey on defense. Listen, sometimes you got to use players for what they are. And Gronk is a tight end. And as you guys know, tight ends do. They don't tackle, man. Why do you think on? Why do you think you see so many picks returned for touchdowns in the NFL, man? When when you get an interception, these these offensive linemen are horrible at tackling. And Gronk at the back playing safety. When I saw that he beat everybody and Gronk was right by the end zone, I knew, I knew it was a touchdown, and it stunned the Patriots fans. But Patriots fans get used to it. You guys aren't getting back to the Super Bowl, period. You made dumb plays to even to even get that loss. You guys can't play on the road. Tom Brady is just old. He's starting to slack. 
You just, you're not going to make it on the road. Somebody said they had the Cowboys and Patriots in the Super Bowl. I died. I died. I mean, <laughs> I died. Cowboys won't make it out of the first round. Neither will the Patriots, guys. The Patriots are just proven. You know, and that's what's great about all this. Is New England Patriots and the Steelers and these teams, they are so scared. They're scared to lose Tom Brady. They're scared to lose Ben Roethlisberger. But you're going to have to do it at some point. I mean, look at the Broncos. The Broncos had to lose Manning. They gave him up. They brought in Osweiler. Osweiler pulled the dupe on him. But, hey, it worked out for the Broncos because Osweiler was a flop. But I'm telling you guys, it's time to let Tom Brady go. It's time to let Ben Roethlisberger go. You guys can blame the coaches, you can blame everybody, but hey, it's 2018 and even the sports fans are like like the politician people. You guys are scared to let go and move forward. You got to do it sometime and you guys are starting to prove it. I mean, hell, the, the Patriots can drop their last three and miss the playoffs and Miami gets in. I mean, this is just the, the NFL this year. It's taking shape right now, and you're seeing things that you weren't supposed to see. At least four weeks ago, we were seeing things that, were, if you saw them now, we're like, oh, man, we missed that one. But I'm telling you, I said, I said two weeks ago that the Steelers would drop three of their next four. They've lost four in a row. I said that the Steelers would lose two out of four. They've dropped two. They still got one more game on the road. They're 0-4 on the road. It's time. You guys got to move on. Move on. I don't know why you guys are so scared. You know, it was a good week in football overall. Another big one was the Green Bay Packers. I, got, I, I called that. I knew after they fired Mike McCarthy down in Green Bay that Aaron Rodgers was going to step up. He was going to show that he wasn't the problem, and he did it. He went out there and they did it. You know, the Steelers getting beat by Oakland just shows you that the Steelers, <laughs> they're not even in this. I don't care about the past. I don't. I don't. I touched on this earlier. I do not care about the past. Every day is about moving forward. It's the same thing in sports, man. You don't dream about the past. It ain't about the 90s. And I don't care about two years ago who won. I can't even tell you who won the last five Super Bowls because I don't care. I watch them on February. That's it. First Sunday of February, who's ever playing, that's who I watch. And I don't remember it if it ain't the Chiefs. I just don't. I don't care. I've been a fan for... 18 years now. I don't care about anything but cheese football. I'm, I don't even get into it if it's not the cheese. I mean, I watch them. I enjoy. I got to to bring you this podcast. But other than that, I'm not a fan. Never will be a fan of anybody but the Chiefs. But we had a good week in 14. I can't wait until week 15. I cannot wait till this week when we play the, when the Chiefs play the Chargers. A lot on the line. The Chargers take that one, and and now all of a sudden, Chiefs are second at 11-3. Unimaginable, right? Then the Chargers are looking at home field advantage. We go take this win. We're two games up. 
already. That's one more win, and we clinch home field advantage. We can set Pat down for the last game. We can set Tyreek and our starters down. You guys are going to see something special when the playoffs start. And I'm telling you, you don't want to see us win. Because if we win, you're not coming to Arrowhead and beating us. Mark my words, baby. You're not coming to Arrowhead and beating us. Let's move it. Let's keep on moving, guys. And I want to thank you, as always, for listening to it. If you made it this far, thank you, guys. Thank you. Man, we've made it so far. We've got sponsors now. We had a big weekend on the on the fight stream. Huge weekend on the fight stream. Gained about 82 channel subscriptions on YouTube. We're, uh, we're sitting at about 73 now. Mind you, last week we started with zero. Got 50 over a weekend. So all your clicks and everything supports me, man. You guys are listening to me. Support me. Listen to those ads. Make sure that I get a a chunk of change. You got to support me. This is what I want to do. This is what I enjoy doing. So support me. So thank you, guys. If you have any questions, jeffowens21 at yahoo.com. Send me those questions. Send me what your favorite game was. Tell me what you're thinking. I want to hear from you guys. As always... Thank you for supporting me. Let's move on to the scores for week 14. All right, everybody. Here is your week 14 score review. The Chargers take down the Bengals 26-21. The Cowboys take down the Eagles 29-23. 49ers beating the Denver Broncos 2014. The Oakland Raiders with an underdog went over the Steelers 24-21. The Lions take down the Cardinals 17-3. The Los Angeles Rams choke against the Bears and take loose number two, 15-6. Vikings-Seahawks is your Monday night football game. Panthers versus the Browns. The Browns get another one, 26-20. Chiefs versus the Ravens. What a game in OT, 27-24, moving the Chiefs 11-2, and they get a playoff spot. Texans and Colts. The Colts take that one 24-21 over the Houston Texans. Dolphins with a miracle play at the end take down the New England Patriots 34-33. Redskins versus the Giants. The Giants obliterate the Redskins 40-16. Saints versus the Buccaneers. The Saints take that one 28-14. They move on to be 11-2 also. Falcons. Jets versus the Bills. Jets take that one 27-23. Thursday night game is the Chiefs versus the San Diego Chargers, and that's a big one on the line. Chiefs take that. They're looking pretty good for home field advantage, and that was your week in review for the scores in the NFL. Have a good week, everybody. The 2018 Heisman Trophy is awarded to Kyla Murray of Oklahoma University. That's right. OU's Kyler Murray takes home the Heisman Trophy. That's two in a row for Oklahoma. As you all know, Baker Mayfield took that award home last year. They now have seven Heisman Trophy winners, tying Notre Dame and Ohio State for the most Heisman Trophy winners from those schools. Let's take a little listen to what he had to say for his acceptance speech. Uh, 
man. Uh, this is crazy. Uh, you know, I've worked my whole life um, to fulfill my goals, and you know, uh, but but at the same time, man, I know uh, there's a higher power looking down on me. Uh, he enables me to do all things, uh, and you know, for that, I'm grateful for the many blessings that uh, God has blessed me with. And also, uh, and I want to I want to congratulate my boys here too, and uh, Dwayne for. You know, they're, they're two historic seasons. Um, it's been an honor to be with you guys the past two days and meet y'all, uh, be with y'all's families. And I just want to say congratulations to y'all. <laughs> Trust and voters, and I just want to say thank you for your support. Um, this is a... Uh, this is crazy. Uh, this is a... Man, this is an honor. Um, something that, you know... I'll never forget something I'll always cherish for the rest of my life. Um, I want to say to Coach Stoops, uh, you and your family have been nothing but supportive to me uh, since the day I stepped foot on campus. Um, I want to say thank you for, you know, just giving me the opportunity to be part of such a historic program and great, uh, great university. Um, to Coach Riley, yeah. Nobody, uh, nobody really knows how hard uh, these past couple years have been for me, uh, but you and my family, and you know, you, through it all, you, you pushed me, uh, you kept me going, you kept me focused. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. you pushed me harder than any coach ever has, and I just want to say thank you for, uh, you know, believing in me uh, and allowing me to be the quarterback of this team and the leader of this team. So thank you, Coach. Uh, to my boys uh, back home, uh, my linemen, uh, Bobby Evans, uh, Bennett Powers, Creed Humphrey, Drew Samia, and Cody Ford. Uh, man, you guys keep me upright. You keep me safe. Uh, you may hurt my pockets on Wednesday at Tea Cafe, but uh, I, I, I'd run through a wall for you boys, man. I love y'all. Um, to my playmakers, my receivers, um, running backs, you guys, you make me look so much better than I am. Uh, you, know, you go to battle for me every Saturday, and I, I, I can't ask for much more. So I just want to thank you, uh, thank each and every single one of you guys. Um, to my defense, my scout team, uh, I, I wouldn't be up here if it weren't for you guys. You know, you, you push me to be the best of me every single day, so thank you to y'all. Uh, I also want to thank, um, you know, the, the nutrition staff, the, the strength coaches, and the training staff for, uh, you know, helping me get to this point. Uh, lastly, and to my... My, my parents, my family, uh, my dad. I, I think it goes without saying that you know you're, you're a legend to me. Uh, you taught me everything that I know about this game, uh, and I, I honestly feel like you should be up here with me because you know, I really wouldn't be up here if it weren't for you. Um, introduced me to this game, so thank you and I love you. Um, to my mom, my best friend. Man, I, I I could be up here all day talking about you, but um, you know for me it's. I'm just thankful that you're my mother and I love you. Um, so to my to my uncle, my godfather, uh, Uncle Calvin and Marky J, uh, and you, I I can't explain how much y'all mean to me. Um, you know y'all been with me every step of the way, no matter what it was. You know I can go to y'all in times of need, and I just want to say I love you and thank you. My family back home, my brothers and sister, um, you mean the world to me, and you know you your, your love and support. Um, it means everything it means the world to me, so thank you. Um, and I, I just need to reiterate that you know I know this is a this is an individual award, but I wouldn't be here if it weren't weren't for my teammates, uh, my family, 
coaches and, and, and Sooner Nation. So, uh, so everybody, I want to say thank you and Boomer. So congratulations to Kyler Murray and go move forward and beat those Alabama elephants, man. Forget the roll tide. Congratulations to OU. Boomer Sooner Nation, congrats to you. Kyler Murray, excellent job, man. You have done awesome. The next Patrick Mahomes, I'm predicting it. And that's it, baby, for college sports. So that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. That was your NFL weekend, week 14 updates, reviews, whatever you want to call it. I'll come again Wednesday. We'll do a little, we'll do a little uh, week 15 preview. I'll give you the games, who's playing each other, who I got beaten, who, what my upsets of the week will be. We'll talk about the Chiefs versus the Chargers game on Thursday. And let's do it. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's show. We're, we're only getting better, as you can tell. Getting better, getting better. And I want to thank all y'all for your support. Keep on listening. Share to everybody. I need everybody's support here. And uh, thank you guys so much. As always, you guys got my email information and my YouTube channel information in the description. And thank you. And have a blessed Monday. Thank you for listening. <laughs>